This is West Virginia Morning. I'm Teresa Wills. West Virginians are experiencing mental illness well above the national average, and Southern West Virginia has the highest numbers. The data showed that an estimated 32% of adults in Logan County have been diagnosed with depression, which is the highest in the nation. And it's not just numbers. These are humans with stories. That story and more coming up this West Virginia Morning. Support for West Virginia Morning is proudly provided by Luke Frazier. Gas service continues to be restored to residents on the west side of Charleston. Residents were left without heat after a high-pressure water main break that affected the gas lines on November 10th. Mayor Amy Schuler Goodwin said Mountaineer Gas Company had 51 crews working throughout the weekend to ensure power for customers. As of Sunday, gas service has been restored to about 700 customers with approximately 200 additional customers who are ready for inspection and reconnection. Bream Neighborhood Shop has distributed nearly 400 heaters, 1,400 blankets, and hot meals for residents. The American Red Cross Appalachia Region and Charleston Fire Department has served 109 people and installed 113 fire alarms. In addition, the American Red Cross will be going door-to-door today to install smoke alarms. Former West Virginia State Police Trooper Joseph Comer has pleaded no contest to charges of domestic battery and violating a protective order. As part of a plea deal, the prosecutors, with prosecutors, a strangulation charge against Comer was dropped. Comer is a self-admitted whistleblower about state police misconduct. He admitted to writing a letter detailing state police operations, including the video recording of the women's locker room at the state police academy. Comer was originally charged in a custody exchange involving his ex-wife. In September, state police took steps to terminate Comer's employment with the agency. Mushroom hunting has been popular for years, but lately it seems to have really caught on. Folkways reporter Wendy Welch spent time with foragers in Virginia and West Virginia and brought us this story. It's an overcast but hot morning, and I'm in the backseat of a car on the way to hunt for mushrooms. Mushrooms have been so hot lately, they might be like the superstars, you know. That's Amy McLaughlin. Her husband, Sean Means, is driving. We're talking about the mushrooms that are featured in the hit show The Last of Us. They're called cordyceps. In the show, cordyceps mutate and eat people's brains. In real life, they don't do that, at least not to people. Uh, There are mushrooms that are parasitic, and they do have the same name, uh, the genus, as the ones in that uh, that show. But at this time, we do not believe that they will uh, inhabit human bodies. Well, they do take over bugs. (laughs) Bugs? Yeah, they absolutely do. Cordyceps, they get inside of the bugs into their nervous system and they do take over them. When the fungus is ready to produce the fruiting body, it kills the bug and comes up out of the bug. Wow! Sean and Amy are West Virginia master naturalists. 
They run a boutique vacation rental called Lafayette Flats in Fayetteville, next to the New River Gorge National Park and Preserve. They lead eco-tours for people who stay in their flats, pointing out unique flora, fauna, and fungi in the area. If you want mushrooms in your life, there are two main paths to follow, farming or foraging. Misidentifying a fungus to use as food or medicine can be lethal, so foragers tend to hunt in packs until they're experts. Experienced hunters like Amy and Sean teach the newbies. As we disembark, Sean quotes a proverb known to every mushroom enthusiast in America. There are old mushroom hunters, and there are bold mushroom hunters, but there are no old, bold mushroom hunters. In other words, it's a good idea to be careful when hunting fungi. The couple lead me into the forest. Birdsong fills the air and dry leaves crackle underfoot. Which is a bad sign, Sean points out. Mushrooms proliferate after rainfall. A mushroom, known officially as a fruiting body, is the smallest part of a larger living organism that needs a lot of water and can cover miles, all out of sight to the human eye. You're in the woods and you see the trees and you see the mushrooms, and then if you just stop and think, the vast majority of the fungus is underneath us, you know? And just think about that for a minute, like the dark, the dark soil, the earth underneath us, and that huge organism that's under there that's pushing all the fruiting bodies up. I think that's fascinating to think about. There are also mushrooms that grow from wood rather than soil. But today we're hunting chanterelles, which do grow in the ground. It's not going well. I don't see any mushrooms at all. Chanterelles would have been easy to spot had any been around. They're popular for teaching new foragers because of their bright yellow color and distinctive fluted edges that make them look like a tiny trumpet. They're hard to mix up with any other mushroom, but not impossible. There's one called a jack-o'-lantern mushroom, and it doesn't really, I mean, once you learn the difference, it doesn't look anything like a chanterelle. It has very different characteristics, but it's kind of the same collar. So if you were a newbie and you just were, you know, going through the woods and saw that collar, it's possible you could get excited. And, and those are poisonous. They're, they're not going to kill you, but they're going to make you sick. We find the target of our hunt after just a few minutes, but it's a disappointment. One chanterelle, and it's old. Not every mushroom hunt is successful. After another fruitless half hour, we leave the woods. Lucky for me, Sean and Amy have promised to take me back to their house and cook up some mushrooms they've already foraged. In their well-appointed kitchen, decorated with mushroom art, Sean hauls a double handful of fungi foraged yesterday from the fridge. When I find out the plan for eating the chanterelles, though, I briefly consider making a run for it. Sean cooks down the little fluted trumpets in butter until they're lightly crispy, mixes in a small amount of honey, and serves this over vanilla ice cream. And now we eat. That was Wendy Welch speaking with mushroom hunters Amy McLaughlin and Sean Means. To hear the rest of that story and more, visit Inside Appalachia online at wvpublic.org. This is West Virginia Morning. I'm Teresa Wills. It's 751. Mostly cloudy skies today, highs in the 50s and 60s. Breezy tonight with a chance of rain or freezing rain, lows in the 30s and low 40s. 
Tonight, rain or tomorrow, rain with freezing rain and sleet possible in some areas, highs in the 40s and 50s. Support for WVPB is provided by Dutch Miller Subaru in Charleston. Dutch Miller Automotive is proud to be dedicated to multiple community service initiatives and local charities. More about our team and the Subaru Love Promise at DutchMillerSubaru.com. West Virginians are experiencing mental illness at rates higher than the national average. And it's even worse in southern West Virginia. Emily Rice has more. According to multiple studies, Boone and Logan counties are home to the highest rates of depression in the nation. Data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention show that in 2020, more than 18 percent of U.S. adults reported having ever been diagnosed with depression. In that same time period, 27.5 percent of West Virginians reported being diagnosed with depression, the highest in the nation. In the report, the CDC found that most of the states with the highest prevalence of depression were in the Appalachian and Mississippi Valley regions. Dr. Jessica Bradley is a psychiatrist at Marshall Health. She said the rates of depression revealed in the June 2023 CDC report were concerning to her as a mental health provider and a citizen. The data showed that an estimated 32 percent of adults in Logan County have been diagnosed with depression, which is the highest in the nation. It's also concerning as a citizen because these are these are my family members. These are my friends. These are people that I care about. And it's not just numbers. These are humans with stories. While the CDC report revealed Logan County as the most depressed county in West Virginia and the nation, Christina Mullins, commissioner for the West Virginia Department of Health and Human Resources Bureau for Behavioral Health, said the CDC's data was compiled from 2014 to 2020 and cited the newly released West Virginia Match Survey as the research her department relies on. We've all gotten a little worse through the pandemic and and. But I don't know that Logan County has gotten as worse as some as bad, you know, has worsened as much as other areas because my data is right now is not supporting what's shown in, in and, and that data is valid for for the time period that it was collected. Match is a biennial survey, meaning data is collected every two years. One out of 14 adult West Virginians are randomly chosen to participate using a large database of West Virginia residential addresses. The first survey period was from August 2021 to February 2022. Data indicators are not exactly the same, um, but I had Logan County as, as 12th actually in the state for depression, anxiety, or PTSD, PTSD in the last 12 months uh, at 27% and the state average being 24.3. So they weren't they weren't the worst when I was really looking at the stats. According to the West Virginia Match Survey, 27% of Logan County residents said they had experienced depression, anxiety, or post-traumatic stress disorder in the past 12 months. The highest rate, according to the West Virginia Match Survey, was in Boone County, just over the county line from Logan County, with 32% of residents reporting experiencing depression, anxiety, or post-traumatic stress disorder in the past 12 months. 
months. Researchers for the CDC found that rates of depression in West Virginia might reflect the influence of social determinants of health or patterns of other chronic diseases. Social determinants are a really broad concept, and they start out as anything from food insecurity to parental involvement whenever you're a kid to job security and family stressors. On a community level, it looks like the economy and what's going on in the world around you, and that can be extended to just nationwide. So if you take all of that into consideration, everything is playing a part in where or how you're feeling about things. Boone and Logan counties were coal-producing powerhouses until the nation moved away from coal-powered electricity and the mines began to close. Now, one of the symptoms of depression is hopelessness, and it's so much easier to feel hopeless about things whenever the voices that you hear are telling you that there's no hope. In response to these challenges, Logan County residents are banding together for better health. The Coalfield Health Center in Chapmanville is part of a group that hopes to address southern West Virginia's health outcomes. Next to the clinic, WWHLC is developing a public green space for all Logan County residents. We have relationships across our state to try to meet the need in these rural populations because it's so difficult for people to get access to quality services or really just to get access to services, period, in the rural settings. They have to travel or maybe they don't have the finances to be able to travel to the big city. If you or someone you know is struggling with thoughts of harming themselves or others, they can text or call 988 at any time for help. For Appalachia Health News, I'm Emily Rice in Charleston. Appalachia Health News is a project of West Virginia Public Broadcasting with support from Charleston Area Medical Center and Marshall Health. West Virginia Morning is a production of West Virginia Public Broadcasting, which is solely responsible for its content. You can keep up with the latest West Virginia news throughout the day on our website, wvpublic.org. Support for our news bureaus comes from Shepherd University. West Virginia Morning is produced with help from Bill Lynch, Brianna Heaney, Caroline McGregor, Chris Schultz, Curtis Tate, Emily Rice, Eric Douglas, Liz McCormick, and Randy Yowie. Caroline McGregor is our assistant news director, and she produced today's show. I'm your host, Teresa Wills. This is West Virginia Morning.